It is 27 minutes before 5 o'clock. This is a Sound Awake and my name is Kanye Makubani, right on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader leading the conversation. It's time for our get up and go and this morning we are joined by Gabsile Shabalala. She is a South African actress and in 2011 she was also a nominee for the Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. She's also known as Gabsile Lichodi and she's a South African actress and singer. And she's best known for her starring role as Binky Mujegi in the SABC2 drama series Wolambinji. She also started. She also starred in two SABC1 drama series, Intersections, as well as a Fallen. And she'll tell us a little bit more about the work that she continues to do. Gabsile, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Well, you I'm tired. You're tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. As geese. Mara, you know our industry mostly. This is like a usual call time, you know, for us to be up and starting our day. Now I've, I've been up since like half past one this morning to get ready to be here in you know in the show. So this is my life. Oh no. <laughs> well, it chose us, so it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, congratulations yeah. to you. I believe that you're also a new mommy. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. I'm not new anymore. Oh, you know. Three years is how, a lot. How many? <laughs> three years. Oh, she's three years. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a new yeah, mom. <laughs> you know, that, that that's a naughty little toddler right there that's uh, jumping around everywhere and is curious about life. Definitely. All right. So before we get into your career, talk to us about your get up and go. What it is that helps you start your day and gets you up and going every morning? Um, my routine or what What helps me get up? Well, your get up and go routine. For others, it's praying. For others, it's meditation. For others, it's music. What is it that gets you up and going every morning? What's your get up and well, go? Well, um, I meditate first. I pray, I pray, and yeah, and then I spend my time in the bathroom. And um, yeah, I think, but most of it is just meditation. Mm. Before mm. anything, yeah, I meditate and I just thank God for the day that He has blessed me with and the breath that He still has put into me. And yeah. Take us through your childhood. Tell us where you come from and you know how you grew up. Um, I grew up in um ooh, I grew up in a lot of town well, two townships in Soshangove and in Mamilodi. I was mostly raised by my grandparents because my mom had me at a very young age. She had me when she was sixteen. So she was still in school, and my grandparents had to take over. And, um, yeah, I grew up in Sushangube, and I attended school in Pretoria. I, yeah, and, yeah, and I, I just grew up as a shy person. And every time I say that, people actually don't believe that. But, yeah, I grew up as a shy child, and, yeah, I was just afraid of, expressing myself and mm. when I got to I think I started becoming more open when I got to high school and yeah I I just became I started becoming myself and being loud and 
um, that's when I actually started with the whole um, being on stage and singing and dancing. And, yeah, that's where I found myself, actually, from high school. That's when I started becoming more open and trying to figure out life, this life thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I grew up in Sashanguve, and, yeah, and that's it. And in terms, <laughs> and and I know that you know it was quite a, a a wonderful childhood, as you say. You know, you 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 took your time to to come out of your shell, but you eventually did. You know, which means that you know you, your people were there; they were with you. They knew that you would eventually get out of your shell, and you did. And four months after matriculating in two thousand and nine, you took drama classes at the State Theatre after you saw a, a poster advertising an, an audition opportunity for SABC Two. Tell us more about that. <laughs> uh, well, that day I was supposed to be in class, one of my drama classes, and I banked that class. So I saw a poster, and um, I was like, okay, let me go try this out. So I went to go audition, and the auditions were, it, no, those were, they were not my first auditions, because my first auditions were actually for Rhythm City, and... Um, I got a callback for Rhythm City, and by then I didn't know what a callback was. So I started calling everybody and telling them that, yo, I'm going to be on Rhythm City. <laughs> <laughs> so I, when, when I went when I went for the callback, I was like, why are the other people here? So I got this job already. Mm. But anyway, so I went I went to the audition for Olympinchi, and I think the callbacks were like a month later. So I had already forgotten about them. They called us, and I was still staying in Pretoria at that time. So they called us, and I went to Joburg for the callbacks. And the queue was ridiculous. It was so crazy. I think there was, like, over 500 people at the callbacks. Wow. So I auditioned. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I I knew I was going to get this job. I don't know how. (laughs) But I just believed that I was going to get it. And it was for main characters, so they were looking for a person that could sing and act at the same time. So I was like, okay, I think I can sing, and Mm. I know I can act, so let me just try this out. And I auditioned, and I think they called me after a month again and told me that I got the job. But I wasn't surprised. I don't know if that makes sense. Because you knew it. You knew it. You know, something inside of you. I knew. Yes, yes. Definitely. Now, getting into the industry, I mean, from the joy of getting the job and now moving into the reality of starting to work on a production, what were some of your most startling revelations that you had? Like, wow, so this is what actually happens behind the scenes. Oh, my gosh. Um you can like shoot just one scene for over an hour I didn't know that um, and you can shoot like well they pick you up like you were saying I mean our call times are crazy um, and the hours as well that you spend on set and doing things that you wouldn't really do on a daily basis I, I didn't know or I didn't know about that but I was prepared to just get into it so yeah i think the hours um into this is mm-hmm. crazy i remember when i shot my very first advert i think i my only job was just to say cut on that ad and it took <laughs> me about one it, word it took me it took me the whole day 
the whole day. I, all I had to say was cut. And I think we shot that for about six, seven hours. And I was like, wow, really? So, yeah. That is what I was not prepared for. Yeah, and and in terms of uh, the darker side of the industry, we know that you know when we are in production, you know actors, actresses, and you know other parts of the production often experience the other side of the industry, which is not often spoken about, but it definitely is there. Tell us more about you know some of the not so uh, good encounters that you know you've had to be exposed to in the industry. Hmm. I think one of the biggest one, and I'd like actually the industry to actually start supporting us on it, is the, um, the, you know, as females, I mean, and as a black female, falling pregnant in the industry is not, is well, it's not the greatest thing, I could say. And I think, I'm sorry to use the word white people, but, you know, I remember I was told when I was on Scandal, I was told that, no, you're supposed to tell us when you're gonna fall pregnant and I'm like okay does that even make sense I'm like I'm married and of course I am I'm trying to have a baby but I don't know when when that's gonna happen because mm. I've been trying I've been trying and nothing's been happening so when it comes it's gonna come and I'm, I'm, that's like one of the darkest eyes I've faced and also with the money that we get and the hours that we put in it doesn't balance. Right. And also, yeah, no, it doesn't balance at all because, I mean, I feel like as artists, we work overtime because it's not like when you're at home then you can rest. When you're in the streets, you can rest. You don't because you still have people that just love you and you need to take pictures and be kind to them and do all of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, handling fans as well is not an easy thing because people feel that, they own you sometimes, you know, and you owe them like you are who you are because of them. So when they tell you that you must do this or we want to take pictures with you and um, you can't at that moment because you're going through whatever that you're going through, people don't understand that. So I, I guess those are like some of the dark sides that we face as artists. And it's supposed to be glamorous all the time, but it's not. It's a job. It's, it's something nice. that, you know, it has its ups and downs. But there are great moments. You know, every job has its its, yeah. its good and bad. You were nominated for a SAFTA in 2011 for Best Supporting Actress. Tell us more about that. Um, that was actually for my very first acting league, Yola Mbengi. And when I started acting on, um, for that role, I I prayed about it and I just asked God to to I don't know reward me in some ways and I prayed for the SAFTA um, nominee and yeah I got that so winning the award wasn't that important to me I, I felt like more than big enough for me so yeah. And in terms of, you know, some of your future um, aspirations, what you're still hoping to do, I mean, I'm sure you definitely, definitely have that one role that you say, you know what, I'm still looking forward to playing this type of role. What kind of role is that? (laughs) Um, A cop or a superwoman. (laughs) (laughs) Or you want to be that cop, you know, with the gun that's uh, feared, you know, that they don't mess with me when woman like 
cat woman. <laughs> like a Lara Croft <laughs> type of character, you know, jumping yes. and scaling walls no, and or, or action. Monster. Or a monster. Yes, I've, yeah, I've never, I, that actually just came to my mind. I don't know if I'm thinking like this because of the hour. But yeah. <laughs> Playing a monster or a type of a villain. Yes. Wow. So are you always cast as a good girl? Um, no, 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 no. But most of my roles, yeah, they've been good girls. They've been good girls. Let's talk about yeah. um, some of your own um, thoughts around leadership. What does leadership mean to you, you know, just being able to own your own space? Um, leadership, I think, is it's just about knowing yourself and just loving yourself and not being perfect. So, because I feel like people believe that leaders are so perfect and all of that, and but not being perfect is you being a leader already because we are on this earth to learn and we're not here to be perfect. So me being myself and being true to myself is already me being a leader and make people understand that that's what life is. We fall and we rise and we keep going. Mm-hmm. And we don't get too hard on ourselves. We forgive ourselves along the way. We can't. We are going to learn until we die. That is the truth. <laughs> that is the absolute truth. And is there a uh, inspirational quote or message that you can share with our listeners? Um, like I said, life is all about learning. Um, and we shouldn't be afraid to not be perfect. And we shouldn't be afraid. And, and we must know that um, life, like we need to be patient with ourselves. We need to be patient with ourselves. A baby takes nine months in your stomach, and um, with that, hair grows, eyes grow, the lips grow, the brain, the legs, the feet, everything. And it doesn't just take a day, but the time you give birth, then it's this full being. So that's what life is all about. You know, we must um, endure that whole nine months. We must endure that, that growth that we go through until we die, you know. So we must just understand that patience, um, patience is virtue. You know, we must just be patient with ourselves and not be too hard on ourselves. And finally, before we let you go, what is your advice to someone who feels defeated and is not looking to start their day this day? Ah, man, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. It's okay. I think it's okay to feel like that. It's okay to not want to wake up. It's okay. Like I said, don't be too hard on yourself. If you don't feel like waking up today, it's okay. Tomorrow is still another day. Tomorrow is definitely still... We must allow ourselves to feel whatever that we're feeling at that moment. Mm. And not, and not yeah, always... Must allow... Sorry? I'm saying we must allow ourselves to feel whatever we are feeling at that moment. And not allow and not force ourselves to always put on this act of uh, perfection. And so far, what has your journey taught you about yourself? That um, I'm stronger than what I thought I was. I am. I I think I've I've been through so much. I mean, for a twenty year, twenty eight year old, um, what I've been through has just taught me that I'm I'm so strong and that 
God is just always there. Like, he doesn't sleep, this man. <laughs> if he is a man, he doesn't sleep nor slumber, hey? So, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've just seen how strong I am. And, and I just get stronger every day, actually. Well, that's what makes you a superwoman, I suppose. 100%. I'm already playing that role. <laughs> <laughs> Kamsil, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much for joining us on SAFM and we wish you nothing but the best as you continue with your career. Thank you so much. There you go. And that is Gabsile Shabalala. She is a South African actress. And in 2011, she was also nominated for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. 10 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us right here on SAFM. Here's Tandu Somazwai with Heathen.